0: good tree is known by its good fruit year after year. You know, it's funny, I mentioned once at St. Augustine's that I love mangoes. And so this mango season, I've gotten a lot of mangoes. In fact, today I even got a box of mangoes. But it's curious because when you when someone gives you mangoes or a a fruit from their tree, they'll say to you, this is the best mango you're going to ever have. My tree gives such great mangoes. And actually, one couple came to me and and they said, we have these mangoes that are the trees from Thailand. It's a strange looking mango. The most delicious mango I've ever had in my life. And I told that guy the next day and Sunday, I go, you were right. You have the best tree. It gives very good fruit. But the disciples of Jesus are rooted in him. So as to live fruitful and effective lives. And I think that for us uh, today, a good reflection to ask ourselves, do I live fruitful and effective life? A fruitful and effective life. And it's, a, it's curious how Jesus, at the same time, is warning them. He's saying, don't be misled. Be very careful. Be on guard against false prophets. You will know them by their deeds. And I, I think it's good that we need to be attentive not to compromise our faith and our convictions, this world that we live in, it wants to separate you, wants to corrupt you, wants to convince you of something else. And so we need to be very careful of being corroded little by little because it, it, it tends to kind of seep in. But continuing the analogy, we are aware that a tree generally does not die from one day to the next but rather it just starts to decay gradually from within. Our covenant with God is not to be simply affirmed and then forgotten. It is something that we must do on a daily basis. Every day when we put our feet on the floor, we give thanks to Almighty God, but we reaffirm our commitment to the Lord. It needs repeating over and over again, even day by day. Yet there are certain parts of our lives, pivotal moments in our lives that we can all turn, point at that are crucial moments in our lives when it's vital to say where we stand and what are our values and uh, what are those principles that we stick to and we believe in such dramatic pivotal uh, at such a dramatic pivot was when the occasion the law of Moses was rediscovered. We've been reading in uh, the Old Testament these past couple weeks, past couple days, precisely of this break in the covenant with the Lord. In our own lives, if we have wandered away from the Lord's will or at first our zeal or our enthusiasm has died down, even our hopes and our ideals have, fo- or have faded, we need to turn to prayer. We need to contemplate the scriptures. We need to do the heavy lifting and, the, and, and, and creating structures and disciplines to keep us on the right road. You know, I was thinking this morning when I was preparing for mass earlier today and before I went to shower, I was in the, in the chapel, and I, I, and I was, you know, I hate to shave. I don't know about you guys, but I hate to shave. And, um, and so when I was getting ready, I said to myself, but we do it. We don't want to look disheveled. We want to shave. We want to, ladies put on makeup and they dress well and you go and you are presentable for the day, whatever it is. And it takes, what, about an hour to get ready and uh, uh, you go at your own pace. But we do it every day. And I think that that's true with our own prayer life. We want to be properly disposed and not disheveled, but we make that time and that commitment to pray and to read the scriptures and to spend time with the Lord. Even in those moments of, well, I have something waiting for me or I have uh, business to tend to, the Lord's saying, no, 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 you need to not be so disheveled. But the good tree was only partially decayed. It doesn't have to be cut down. And most times our tree begins to decay just a little bit. And we need that pruning and uh, bring it back to health. And again, it will bear good fruit. The real test of our hearts is the kind of attitude that bears fruit in our own behavior. And that's where meditation and reflection comes, into, comes in handy. You can tell them by their fruits. When St. Paul is writing to the Galatians, he is, tell, is speaking to them about this image of fruit. Fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. It's funny that this list that Paul puts together, he doesn't list them as fruits with an S, but he lists that as fruit, singular. There's one fruit of the Spirit which can be described in all of these different ways, and that fruit is love. Because if I'm able to love, I'm able to love God with conviction and with a true, true love and love of neighbor, then kindness comes easy. Compassion comes easy. Self control, gentleness, faithfulness, that comes. If our lives bear that type of fruit, our heart belongs then to God. We become sound trees. So a good reflection for us today as we we sit and we meditate before the Lord and, and maybe when you're doing your night prayer tonight is to ask what type of fruit are you? What type of tree are you that produces what type of fruit? A mango, a delicious mango or a miserable rotten fruit? Would someone want to come to your tree and steal your mangoes? We have a lot of work to do We pray today that God give us that zeal to be able to continue to produce that fruit that brings others to know Jesus. Amen.